Hey friends, welcome to the Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp and I'm so glad that you've joined me for another coaching session. Before we get started today, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever felt the sting of rejection? Now you probably have because I think it's something that we all have to face at some point in our lives. Maybe it was something that happened way back in childhood, but perhaps it's something that you've just faced over the past few weeks, the loss of a relationship. Rejection knows no ethnicity, class, gender, or status. It affects us all equally. And I can distinctly remember the moments in my own childhood when I was free and I didn't feel that at all. But there's also those painful moments of rejection. There were probably a lot along the way, but the first real one came when I was in the eighth grade. I can distinctly remember standing in the middle of the aisle on the school bus, being taunted by people who I thought were my friends. It was the very first moment that I felt less than, and it's something that I've carried all the way into my adult life. And it's just been over the past few months that I've really begun to unpack the pain associated with those moments of rejection. And I have to admit that it came as a complete surprise to me that I was still holding on to rejection from past relationships, from loss, and even from that moment on the school bus. Rejection and mistrust of others had somehow lodged deep into my subconscious and my body was showing signs that something was very wrong because I was experiencing these moments of anxiety and panic. And maybe you faced something similar. I think it was my body's way of trying to tell me that it was time to deal with all of these emotions that had been bottled up. In this episode of The Courage Cast, we are going to go deep into the effects of rejection, bullying, discrimination, and how not dealing with these painful issues can really hold us back from realizing our full potential. And I want to thank Daniela, who graciously shares her story so that we can all take away something. And trust me when I say it is something really beautiful. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week, we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Now we begin the conversation with Daniela's childhood. As a child, Daniela moved between a rural town in Quebec and South Africa. She shares with me how she felt bullied as a child because of her ethnicity and how those feelings have carried far into her adult life. And she struggles to be authentic and she's also trying to manage the expectations she has of herself and what she perceives others to think of her. Now, you may find that the audio is a little distorted on my end, so I want to apologize for that. But it was something I thought you really needed to hear. And we pick up right when I ask her about what is holding her back. You've been mentioning how you are having a hard time showing up as who you authentically are. Mm -hmm. What do you think is really stopping you from 
showing up as Danielle. Big rejection. Um, yeah. If I'm openly myself with people, um, the the I, I don't expect a good reaction. Like I think that people will uh, like not only like just like reject um, me, but like. Um, like, like I expect hate, like I expect um, to be quite hated. Um, and like, if I can postpone how long, like it will take for us to get to that place, then, then that's what I do. That's a pretty strong statement. Yeah. There's a huge difference between rejection and experiencing hate. Can you talk to me a little bit about where that stems from? Yeah, like it's it stems from um, like just a lot of almost every experience. Okay, not almost every experience, but okay, just in terms of uh, like friendships from a very young age, but even moving on to like, um, you know, so I said like, you know, lived in South Africa, then in Quebec, and then when we went back to South Africa, like even if I like finally went to a school where, you know, there's more diversity and all of that, I was still um, like heavily um, bullied and, um, like kind of weak, like I wish I, I had a better word for it, but um, just, uh, just, yeah, like just not, um, just a, like, a, a, like mocked a lot. Um, and I mean, it happened at home a bit as well, but like, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's where it stems from. And that would be a really hard thing to endure. Yeah. What part of you, when you were on the receiving end of this, what part of you felt weak? Uh, like if it makes sense to say, I would say my voice because, um, because it's not that I wouldn't always have something to say, but just the fact that I wouldn't say it or like couldn't, um, couldn't speak at that point. Um, just in terms of like, just like physically like trying to speak, but just not being able to. I think that's that's the that's the like the weakest part because um, you know like even if someone's bullying you, like they're telling you, um, like stand up for yourself, while they're um, like shutting you down, and so 
if you if you like if if I did stand up for myself, it could have stopped because um now that I'm older when i i'm I'm better with people who are prone to bullying, and I'm quicker at standing up for myself, and so I do see how like bullies can be stopped quickly um and early, but um at that time I just I didn't and you were a child or an adolescent um, yeah which is a lot different than being an adult in that situation although the feelings are still there and it still is painful right. whether you're a child or whether you're an adult, the only difference is that we have a better way of understanding right. as an adult. Or hopefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a better way of understanding. And you said the weakest part that you felt about yourself in that situation was your voice. How do you want your voice to be used now? The first thing that comes to mind is for it to be a, like a voice for other people, um, for people who can't like um, speak for themselves. And like, I know that that sounds like really big, but even just in, in small situations, like all the time, if I'm hanging out with three people and I see one person that, you can tell once and even needs to speak, but just uh, doesn't believe that they have the permission. Um, I, I, I like naturally, um, like if, if the person isn't willing to say it in front of everyone, like I make sure that when it's just the two of us, that whatever was that thing that you wanted to say at that point, like say it now and then, and you can see that they feel so free from being able to talk about it. So it's giving people that freedom to actually share their truth. Right, yeah. How are you able now to share your truth? Um, through art, really. Because there's, uh, like, there's no... Um, when I create something, there isn't a lot of resistance. Uh, because, like, I, I, like I, don't, I don't have to think about all the ways that people might... Um, like bring down or shut down what I'm, whatever I'm trying to make, like I can just make it and then like offer it to people already made. I don't know. I think I'm just, uh, I'm just like taking whatever effort to, um, to speak more, like healthy relationships. Like I've made better friends who um, make a point of, of listening to me and hearing me out and, you know, waiting for me to finish a very, like, uh, like a, a thought that takes me a long time to, to finish. Like they're, they're willing um, to do that. Um, and um, yeah, um, yeah. So with, even with that comment, have you found that not having a voice has 
has impeded you being able to really put your thoughts together concisely the way you want to share them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm, not having a voice. Takes away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yes, yes, I do feel that. Um, and I mean, and I, and I do have a voice because I don't want to, um, feel like too much of a victim. Like I do. And I, and I know I have a voice. Um, I guess it's just like, it's a muscle that I'm learning um, how to use. And I never expected it to be a muscle. I just kind of thought that I would just pray for a voice and have it. Um, but um, it takes a lot more effort and exercising it every day in order to like be better at using my voice. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who have a very strong voice and have nothing to say. Yeah. Yeah. And then there are other people who may have a meek voice and what they say is very powerful and potent. Right. But it may have been shut down and because it was shut down and the louder voice won in different instances in their life then that person assumes that they don't have something worth hearing. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's not not necessarily dependent on how loud you speak or um, the abruptness or aggressiveness to which you are willing to shout your message. Right. But, but really... The, the power is in what the message is itself. It always amazes me when I get to witness the aha moment, the realization that someone has about their truth and how powerful that message can be. At the beginning of our conversation, Daniela shared with me that growing up, she not only felt rejected, but she also felt hated and was mocked. And I have to say that in all of my years of coaching, and listening to the stories of women, no one has ever been that vulnerable about their feelings. And it shook me to think that someone as beautiful and sweet as Daniela would feel that kind of pain as a child. To think she not only felt rejection, but also hate just brings on a flood of emotions. And sadly, I'm certain that she's not the only person who has ever felt this way. There are probably many of you listening that have grown up under conditions that I've never had to face. Because I've not experienced that myself, I really can't speak to how she must have felt. But just because I have not personally experienced hate doesn't make it any less real for Daniela, or perhaps even for you. And if you've experienced that kind of pain of someone else's hatred towards you, I am very sorry. And although there is nothing I can do to take it away, I do want to say to you that you are loved. No one should ever have to experience that, not for any reason. 
not because of the color of their skin, their sexuality, status, or social class, not because of your weight or for any other reason. And it's highly likely that we've all experienced bullying at one time or another. And it's even possible that we have been in the position of a bully. The simple act of allowing our personality to dominate someone else and making them feel less than is bullying. So it's not just a problem we face in adolescence, it's a problem in adulthood, especially now with the age of social media, it's so much easier to take aim at someone because they believe differently, because they wear something that we wouldn't wear, they own something that we don't have, or maybe they've taken a stance on something we don't believe in. And it makes me so angry when I see others senselessly posting things to harm others. And really the only reason we do it is because it gives us this illusion of superiority, which my friends is not real. And all too often I encounter women who I speak with whose potential has been bottled up because of their unresolved pain. And I'm a huge fan of unpacking what has caused hurt. And I think that working with a good therapist will not only help you face those emotions, but they will help you to move through them. And then once you have gotten to the other side of that pain, I think it's important to shift your energy towards your future and then focus on how you can use your story to move forward and then possibly even to help others. Daniela has a beautiful moment during the conversation. All of a sudden, she realizes that she's no longer a victim of her past. And she wants to make this something that she puts into action. And I think that's the same for all of us. When we have that aha moment, we need to put it into action so that we can take a positive step forward. For Daniela, taking action comes in the form of her art because that is where she truly feels she can express herself. She also expresses her desire to be a voice for others when they cannot speak for themselves. Now, as we continue on, I ask her, what is the message she wants to share with the world? What do you feel like right now you want to share with the world? I feel like there are kind of like two things that I want to share. One is a lot of inspiration and hope. Um, so like I dream of being a filmmaker and like um, I just imagine uh, making like the kind of movies that give like people leave with in like this, this incredible like burst of energy and hope, like showing hidden truths about things um, through relationships. And like that's really broad, but it would be like, for instance, like w one idea for a movie that I have is would be to show um, just how complicated like a like the relationship between like a white man and a and a black woman could be and and it's not just about them it would kind of be like a bit of a metaphor for for like the continent of Africa and and colonization but just like just just like the, there are so many details to how complicated that relationship is that if if it was if it was shown in its complexity i think it would be more appreciated than just a 
well, black and white, so to speak, uh, way of looking at it. It seems like you are actually describing you. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> probably. What you said is there's more of a complexity than just what meets the eye, what you can visually see and telling that story. Mm -hmm. How powerful that story would be. Do you consider yourself a complex person? Um, yes, yes. I do. Yeah, it can it can be about me, but like also, like I I I think that everyone is is complex, and I just think that sometimes we don't we don't go deep enough, and we don't allow more complexity to a story or more sides to an argument than actually deserve to be recognized. And and sometimes like I think that people are scared of doing it because they just feel like it would. Like, I don't know, like they wouldn't get to the truth or like, I don't know why, but I, I just think that in general, um, each person and situations are a lot more complex than, than we allow it to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting because generally speaking, people, their, their message or their desire to help others is um, a direct result of what they've gone through, the story they are living. Mm -hmm. And it sounds to me as though you are in the process of being that person who is able, is able to be heard, mm -hmm. is um, bringing that to the table, is allowing themselves in their complexity and in their to be to be seen and to be heard and also then to help others as well yeah yeah that's true um i definitely to be able to be whatever as complex as as i can be and and to allow others that as well um and it might even be that uh like the more I try to help others, I think the more I, I find an answer for myself even. That is entirely possible. Yeah. Uh, because even when you, you said that, 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 that the stories that I think of making like, um, that, that, that it sounds like me, I guess I kind of knew that, but I didn't really uh, think that I was talking about myself and it was just a thought in my mind, but yeah, it's it's interesting because it was it was meant to be for other people, but I, I can see how um, it's it's kind of about me, but not about me. Mm -hmm. It comes from you, right? If not about you, right? And yeah. you know, we do a lot of things out of experience. We do a lot of things that I've learned. We're becoming in the process of crisis or uh, in the process of character building, all of those things. And the outflow of that is usually what impacts people mm -hmm. in those moments. And, and probably why, even when you were sharing with me at the beginning, how you want to be heard, mm -hmm. or you feel as though 
you're waiting for that inevitable moment when you'll be rejected, but not only rejected, but rejected with hate. Mm -hmm. The stark difference between where that person hides and where that person flourishes. Uh, but how does that happen? How do you think that's going to happen for you? Like for me specifically, I really think it's going to happen um, by by making art that um, impacts other people's lives and that makes sense of their own issues that they don't even know uh, that they're going through. How are you going to use your life in your art? How am I going to use my life in, in, in the art? Like, I guess I don't know how not to. Like, I don't know how to not if it comes to art, like how to not offer myself um, or, or like whatever is from me. Um, like I, I don't know any other way of how I could make art other than offer um, like my life, like my, my story or my experiences. Can you maybe go a little further and say, like, in a practical level, like, what would that look like for you now to take what you're learning and make it art? Like, the documentary that I'm working on now, we're getting, like, these, like, young immigrant men in Toronto to talk about, like, what their creative hustle is and how that affects their relationship with, with their parents. And, like, that's like directly concerning like what like the journey that I'm on so like on a practical level um I'm literally like making um stories or like providing the the, like the stories that uh that that are the same story as mine I'm I'm not sure how to better answer that so is there no I think that's a great answer so I guess what I'm just kind of trying to draw a parallel to is is when you're moving forward and you are processing through your own life you're processing through your story is to really take a look at those key things that you are learning and and use them and leverage them in your art as a way of speaking. And do you mean like, like, like an example would be knowing that, that my voice was silenced when I was younger, so then using that as a leverage, uh, like when I'm making art now? Mm-hmm. It right. could be, you know, using the context of like, what have you learned as an adult mm-hmm. from that childhood experience? Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And looking at it from that perspective is interesting because if I'm looking at it from like as an adult, then um, th- th- then I accept that I'm looking at a child. Like when I'm looking back, like I'm, I'm saying that, okay, so that was how a child experienced this. So now um, 
like it's a, it's a way to separate it in the sense that I can look at it from outside of being in the situation and then use it for um, like to help others probably because I'd have a better understanding of it there comes a time when you can you can be in the middle of it and you mm -hmm. can be sharing about it and I think that there's value there um, mm -hmm. when you can share out of your struggle even when you're going through the struggle mm -hmm. um, but there is also value in sharing when you are out the struggle and a lot of times that perspective of being out of the struggle is very different because you're able to in hindsight look back at what has happened and really see all the sides right and see the growth and the um, the pain and the struggle um, and and that's where a lot of the beauty comes in being able to share about that on whatever level whether it's communicating verbally or it's communicating through art or uh, written work you're able to see from a different perspective and so i guess what i'm kind of alluding to for you is to not not devalue what you are going through or have gone through mm -hmm. and instead take that as learning opportunities and as ways of um, communicating hope and mm -hmm. helping others with their struggle because that is where your voice is going to be become stronger and be heard because mm -hmm. it's in those in the in the, the pain and the struggle of those different times of your life and also i'm sure also you know people resonating with their own pain and struggle there is beauty of pain and struggle just we don't often see it when it's happening because mm -hmm. it doesn't feel beautiful <laughs> it feels everything but beautiful yeah yeah that's powerful well and i think if anything it's um it's good to hear that that it's offering a message of hope instead of like the the other way that i was talking about looking at it like when we started the session was like well that that people are gonna hear me and and reject me and hate me but now it's like yeah. i'm gonna speak and i'll be heard and it'll offer hope is that not amazing i actually yes. it's like, <laughs> it's such a it's like a whole other way of looking at it wow mm -hmm. but when you've been looking at it from that vantage point for that many years it becomes mm -hmm. what you see as truth mm -hmm. and the narrative you build around your life is based on that right and you know we're we're building a new narrative right so it's taking a look at it from a different perspective now and going okay you know i'm not looking at you know waiting with bated breath for you to hate on me i'm actually mm -hmm. waiting for you to receive the hope you need just oh 
Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, how did you feel about all that? Um, that's amazing. That's amazing. I actually, I, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I'm waiting for you to receive the hope you need. It's so much better than the other um, way of thinking. It's like, I feel like, I'll, like, like I'll, I've been walking on a path where um, I have been increasing in confidence. Um, and so, and so like, that's one of the things where I'm like, Oh, you know, like, yes. So one day, let's say this person can even like me, but like, this is like a whole other, like, I want to say level of thinking. Like it's a, like, and I like it because it's actually not just about me. It's actually about the other person being able to receive from me, which means that I have something to give and, um, and so it's not just about like, oh, la, 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 like, let's, like, let's have a voice. It's about, um, well, no, this voice is for um, someone else, which uh, somehow just, like, it, that, that's what makes it more valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Game changer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're right, it is a different level of thinking. Yeah. Because in one sense, you know, relying or wondering, am I accepted, am I validated um, based on what people think of me mm-hmm. is, can be very superficial and can change as mm-hmm. people, you know. Yeah. Um, they change, you know. They may one day like you and one day may not. Right. Based on their expectation of, your performance or your their expectation of what you have to give or um versus saying this is the story i have to share this is what i'm willing to give you Mm or what i can give you really Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and i hope that it touches you and it and it fuels you but as much as it is about me it's actually more about you right and whether or not you can receive that or not is another story and so Mm -hmm. it's it's um it takes the pressure off of just being liked right because it's so easy to be disliked yeah yeah you know you you can do that easily even the most well-meaning people doing Mm -hmm. things in the world can be disliked Mm -hmm. but not everyone can share something that is so important that it changes someone's life, their perspective, their mm-hmm. potential outcome of their what they're doing. That mm-hmm. is that is life changing. Yeah, that's where the impact is. So. Do you ever wonder if what you've gone through in your life is for a purpose? I truly believe that it is. So whether or not you share your story with one person or with many, when you actually take the time to heal, unlock the truth behind your pain, you will discover that your story can help someone else through the pain that they're facing in their own lives. And it's okay if you never want to share your story, but if you do, 
I want to encourage you to go through the process of healing so that you can stand on the other side and really show what wholeness looks like. And I'm so proud of Daniela for allowing the pain from her past to become the purpose for her future. She mentions during our conversation that sometimes we don't go deep enough because we're afraid to get to the truth. And she couldn't be more right. This is a full circle moment for her. She comes into the realization that the more she helps others, the more she will find answers for herself and that she wants to create a space for people to be heard, even in their pain. So friend, what is the message that you want to share with the world? Is there something in your life that has been bubbling beneath the surface that you know would help others if they heard your story? I want to encourage you to find the truth in your story, to uncover the message that you want to share with the world. Now, before we close out the conversation, I want to invite you to something special that I'm going to be doing this September. I think one of the biggest struggles we face as women is when we lose our joy because we become complacent and we allow fear and anxiety and doubt to crowd out what is truly possible for our lives. And that is a hard place to be. And I know because I have also been there, but there is a possibility for you to have the freedom you need to move forward. And that is exactly why I am taking a small group of women away on a two day retreat at the end of September this year to beautiful Prince Edward County. And we're going to spend those days really uncovering what is holding you back, the limiting beliefs you believe about yourself so that you can truly have the freedom you need to move forward and to dream again and to create and to just become that woman you truly know you're meant to be. Now, um, we are going to be in the most beautiful location accompanied by a personal chef and you're going to be surrounded by a group of like-minded women who are on the journey with you. And this is going to be an amazing time for you to unwind, relax, and really get to the heart of where you want to be moving forward. So if this sounds like something you want to do, then I would encourage you to head over to my website to find out all of the information. But if you're the type of person who really wants to do this with a friend, I want to encourage you, grab a girlfriend and sign up together and make this something that you do together and have accountability. And you're going to find out all the information of where we're going to be, of how much it costs and exactly what it entails over at andreacrisp.ca. And I hope that you will join me because spaces are limited and I am just so excited to see what is possible for your life. I'm, I'm shocked, to be honest. Why, why are you shocked? Because my expectation was that this would be more of a... <laughs> like, um, like I expected it to be more of a breakdown than a breakthrough. Like I, I imagine <laughs> like I would break down that, you know, it'd be like, oh, well, that is really bad. And then it would end there. But this feels like uh, it's, it's just hopeful and it makes sense. Like it's not, it's not a, um, like a, like a superficial sticker, like to like a thumbs up kind of like things are going to be okay. Like it's a, this makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. 
and, and that's the power of coaching. Each of us has a story to tell with our lives and mine's going to be completely different from Daniela's. Yours is going to be completely different from both of ours. And we can get so caught up in fearing rejection that we hide that beauty and the pain within our story. And it's only when we uncover the hidden lies that we believed to be true that we will experience the same kind of freedom that Daniela experienced within her coaching session. So I want to invite you to experience that freedom, to uncover those lies that have been holding you back and experience the freedom to love and to have wholeness and to share your story with the world. And we can do that through a one-on-one coaching session. So I'd like to invite you to schedule a free 30-minute strategy session and we will talk about what is holding you back. Or join me this fall in Prince Edward County where we'll work through this in a small group setting. You are positioned for amazing things, my friend. And I want to thank you for joining me, for being here. And I also want to thank sweet Daniela who bravely shared her story with us. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. So make sure you connect with me on Instagram at at Crispy or at the dot courage cast. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live brightly. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.